Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Hello, is it me you're looking for? <laughs> this is Arcade Attack, and I'm your host for today, Rob, and in my line of vision are Adrian. Yeah, I'm right next to Rob, right next to him. It's good to be here. <laughs> okay, Dylan. Well, I'm giving Rob the death stir. And Keith. Hello, it's good to be back. Yes. Oh yeah, Keith's back. <laughs> yeah. Was he? I've been, yeah, he's been gone a while. Has he been gone? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, sorry, mate. Didn't even notice. No, uh, some of your regular listeners... Uh, may remember a few weeks back, we did, um, an episode on Diddy Kong Racing. And during the episode, look, I like to think I'm a kind of e- an easygoing guy, but during the episode, <laughs> things were said. And, uh, look, like I said, I'm a, you, I, I can understand people liking Diddy Kong Racing more than Mario Kart. It's not my personal opinion, but to say that Mario Kart 64 is the worst Mario Kart? Come on. Like, I'm basically gonna make the case for Mario Kart 64 today. And I think kind of the main thing for Mario Kart 64 is you didn't even qualify it by saying on a flagship system. You didn't even like worse than the DS versions. How dare you, Adrian? Hate you. How dare you? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to really reply to this, really. Anyway, if we could, yeah. I'm a big, I've said before on cast, Mario Kart 64 is maybe my favorite game of all time. Easily top three or top five. Wow. Okay. It's a bold statement. And uh, basically... Well, even I ahead of Streets of Rage 3. <laughs> <laughs> I think Streets of Rage 3 is more like a... Vo- it's more like a comparison thing. I like it okay. more in comparison to the person around the corner who hates it the most. Okay, okay. Right. Got that. <laughs> well, save so it, I thought that it. before I heard Adrian's... No, you hate Streets of Rage 3 more than Adrian hates Mario Kart 64. Oh, that could be another podcast. Yeah, we'll d- say that for another day. I don't hate Mario Kart 64, Rob. I don't. But, and I'm actually a fan of the games in general. Hold on, I'm pretty sure I saw Adrian wiping his butt with uh, Mario Kart 64 the other day. <laughs> well, anyway. What I do in my private time. Why are you watching? <laughs> it doesn't matter what you think about Mario Kart 64 because whether or not you think it is the best game in the series, and I'm going to say right now, I don't think it's the very best game in the series. I think Mario Kart 8 Deluxe probably has a claim to being a better overall game. I'm going to make the case for Mario Kart 64 being the most iconic game in the series. Ooh. And That's a difference, to be fair. Yeah. But you know, we're in a, we're kind of a nostalgia heavy podcast. I think it's a, it's a valid point to make. And also, I think the most important game in the series. Has Keith gone again? Mm-hmm. No, I'm still here. Oh, there he is. <laughs> hey, oh. Okay, now, 
you know, basically Mario Kart 64, yeah, fair enough. Super Mario Kart was kind of the first game. A lot of what we think of as the kind of the main bits of Mario Kart weren't used in that game. But I think there's this kind of school belief that Super Mario Kart is maybe still like one of the top one or two best games. I don't know. I kind of think that's a bit of an outdated view in this day and age. I think look, this is controversial, but look at Super Mario Kart, take away the mode seven, take away the multicolored SNES graphics. I don't think it's that far above an eight bit game. Oh, <laughs> that is hard. That is Sorry. controversial. You just stripped it of its main features. Like, yeah. how can you even do that? If I take the good things away from a good game, it won't be as good. <laughs> <laughs> My, but like thing is, you look at Super Mario Kart, it's unlike any of the other Mario Kart games. Mario Kart 64, on the other hand, that is the game that's kind of the, represents the template for every Mario Kart game that came after it. Like, am I right? Like, We're listening. At, We're listening. Yeah. Like, I'm if listening. we can kind of go into, we'll go into the, like, the development of the game a bit and maybe kind of go into the main kind of features in the gameplay. Teach us. Basically, uh, Mario Kart 64 wasn't originally called Mario Kart 64. Original name. Mario Kart R. Anyone want to guess what the R stands for? Stood for? Racing. No. Actually, oh. does it actually just stand for like arcade? As in like, you know, the more slang version. R no. <laughs> uh, pirate, no. Pirate version. <laughs> no, think of uh, graphics. It's a graphic kind of thing. Rendered? Rendering. Rendering. Yes. Keith for the win. Thank and uh, originally showcased in 1995. Not quite the same game we kind of know now. Uh, had a feather icon, which obviously popped up in the later games again, taken out of the N64 version. And, um, no Donkey Kong. Yeah. Anyone want to take no. a guess at what the eighth character was instead of Donkey Kong? Well, the, the, um, I know that, I know later, uh, new characters would add like Wario, but I don't think it was that game, was it? No, uh, oh, it was a character was... from the, the SNES games. The SNES, oh. like, um, Mario games. Is it? Oh, Bowser Jr. Nope. Dry Bones? It was, you're not going to guess, I'll just say oh. it's Magic Cooper. Oh. From okay. Super Mario World 2, I believe. I would never okay. have got that. Nope. Um, well, why could that, why? Donkey Kong's a bigger character, surely. Well, I think, uh, there are issues with the rights, because obviously, where did Donkey Kong, um, on the snares, Donkey Kong Country. Mm. And, uh, I think maybe that's still that's sorted out with them. Anyway, it was sorted out, and where provided all the, uh, 3D rendering? I heard, the, the I heard that Donkey Kong went a bit Tom Cruise and he went into like Scientology and stuff and he needed to find himself. I think mean, that's why he's not in it. I, I heard those true rumors yeah. as well, actually. I think it's, yeah, Dylan's yeah. got it there, spot on. <laughs> when did Donkey Kong jump over a couch and... <laughs> he just, yeah, he does all this stuff. We just didn't know about it. Until now. Sorry, I've revealed it. Sorry. Well, I sorry. think Donkey Kong sorry, was DK. like, he was thinking a bit like Casper Schmeichel and Peter Schmeichel. It's time for my little, my little son. I guess, is, is that Diddy Kong the son? Diddy Kong is his son, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. I'm going to step, step back now. I'm not going to be in Mario Kart. I'm going to let Diddy go into another certain racing game and show him who's boss. That's what happened. So he was letting his son step out of his shadow, yeah. have his time. Exactly his what happened. Okay. What do you reckon? We'll get on to that later. <laughs> or having some kind of meltdown. Anyway, carry on. Rob, yes. Anyway, uh, lots of other kind of small things. The item boxes were black originally, not multicolored diamonds. Ooh. And the billboards were parodies of real life racing sponsors like Marlboro or Mobile. Ooh. Okay. Uh, but anyway, like, um, obviously we know the original the like the actual N64 version was came out in 1996, and let's look at like kind of the racing game environment in 1996. What was the top racing game at that point? Ooh, was it 96? Gran Turismo on the PlayStation. 
It was up. I was thinking more Sega Rally Championship. Yeah, 95. Yeah, Grand Turismo similar kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you basically had these kind of two schools. You had the Sega Rally kind of going the whole Sega Arcade kind Mm. of thing from Virtual Racing down to Daytona. Yeah. Down to that. Obviously, you also have Ridge Racer going into, um, To uh, the kind of realistic PlayStation games, and you have Wipeout. Yeah, the Formula One, the Formula One ninety seven. Oh, of course, yeah. When did they start? That that year was 96. it? That was that first one ninety five ninety six. But go. you know, in the four year gap between the two first two Mario Karts, not really many kart games. Uh, Maybe Street Racer on the Sears. Hello, Street Racer. Atari Karts on the Jaguar. Atari Karts. Oh, how, could, how did you do about Atari Karts? Did we? Rob? I don't know. Actually, I don't want to go on a massive tangent, but Dylan, you played it recently. It is amazing. <laughs> it's like. Mario Kart, but with hills. Yeah, it's got hills. I don't like to see Mario Kart bringing hills. Mario Kart 64 has hills. And I'm no, no. And, ah, but Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Atari Kart is going to be another podcast. Yeah, it will. Skip on. It deserves Skip on. it. It deserves it. Yeah, it does, yeah. And yeah, obviously at that point, Mario Kart 64 way against the grain of, like, of the prevailing racing trend. But, you know, very, very successful. Like, if you look at the actual sales, you know, the actual sales Mario Kart 64 anyone want to take a guess at how many copies can, it sold uh, can, how many did Diddy Kong sell I can't remember oh we'll get on to that in oh, a minute maybe. 10 billion <laughs> okay you got 10 the billion I think <laughs> Diddy um, change the first letter to one of those and you're almost there oh, 10 million 10 million 9.9 million wow. games that is one of the easier than one of the biggest sellers surely then second biggest selling in 64 game ever after Mar- that must have been, at the time, that must yeah. have been one of the biggest selling games of all time. Full stop, mustn't it? 10 million? Um, wow. that well, smashes most of the PlayStation big hitters, doesn't it? It actually the PlayStation was yeah. like 5 mil at like max, wasn't well, it? Well, it actually outsold the SNES version, which mm, you would really? not, yeah. The SNES version obviously it, massively successful. It sold more than Zelda then, Ocarina of Time. Yeah. I believe in your face Zelda Ocarina of Time. Hey, hey. <laughs> don't mean it's face. necessarily better. No. Well, look, you know what, Adrian, like, you know me, I'm a regular guy. I don't believe in, <laughs> like, fan- I don't believe in fancy talk or book learning. I go with my gut. Like, <laughs> you know, platitude. rock, flag, and ego, right, Dill? Oh, yeah, yeah, Robo. Robo yeah. for the win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and like, I go, I like dynamic racing controls. I don't want any kind of fancy quest to be in my racing games. And you know what? <laughs> the N- I believe yeah. the, N60- the ordinary Joes and Jills who bought the N64 agree with me. Because it outsold Diddy Kong Racing two to one. Ooh. Oh, that's cold, brother. Two to one. I don't know what to say, really. Two to one and well, ages yeah, done. How would you like to respond to that? Eh? Well, as as we all know, numbers, best-selling games, does not necessarily mean it's a great game. We we do. I don't want to use Rise of the Robots as a. I will use an example that sold a lot of copies. That was a big seller. Was it the second biggest seller in that for that console? For the Amiga, probably not. It was. Rise it of the Robots sold two hundred million copies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They had to stop it after that because it was, you know, yeah, it got too popular. It was, it they had was... to bury too many in the desert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My point is, Rob, it's all good saying was the second best ever sent the N sixty four game. That is an achievement. But that doesn't mean it's better game, does it? Not no. necessarily. Well, we'll get on to the details of uh, I think two in a bit. But I mean, going back to like the importance of Mario Kart 64, a lot of kind of things introduced in this game. The blue shell comes in for the first time. The, when, hate when that blue shell. Win, yeah, when you're about to win a race and the blue shell gets you, there's not oh. a worse feeling in the world. It's brilliant. That's why it's so good. No, I hate it. The blue shell. I've always hated that. The The blue blue shell shell is fantastic. The blue shell or someone knocking your chicken out of your hand, Keith. What? What's Uh, what's the worst feeling? 
What, what do you seen, mean by chicken? Seeing seen the strewn Ooh. chicken on the floor, ah. or or actually just getting hit by the blue shell in the in the game. Of America. Uh, ooh, I'm going to go with the chicken. I swear that yeah, blue the shell chicken. has honestly caused arguments with friends. Though I bet it has because you you could be way in front, just see the finish line, and just I think it's a bit unfair. The blue it just shell. laughs That's in the face so of the driving skill, and I always hated that. Yeah, you, you see, fought your way to the front. And... I think this is where we're kind of going to differ in terms of kind of focus and enjoyment, mm. like when you're kind of getting. The, uh, the gist of it. But I think, you know, also multiplayer battle mode for the first time. Yeah. And, yeah. um, you know, a lot more kind of freestyle type courses, multiple paths, large jumps, big shortcuts. Uh, they're like also kind of big moving enemies on the tracks, mm. like penguins in the yeah, ice yeah. level and big kind of like chompers on Rainbow Road. Get those the first time. Obviously get expanded on in some of the, the, uh, later games. Yeah. And, um, you know, and like we also have a lot of new tracks, Six, 16 tracks, some of which like Bowser's Castle and Mario Circuit Rainbow Road, based thematically on tracks in the SNES game. And, um, I think part of the reason why I like N64 Mario Kart so much is I think the tracks are great. Like they strike the precise balance between simplicity and complexity. If you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's kind of, there's an ongoing kind of spectrum between the two and there's a sweet spot. And I think it's right in the sweet spot. And, you know, the tracks are fairly linear in some ways. They may seem simple at first, but so many possible shortcuts. And, you know, some which are dependent on actually having a mushroom or star. So mm. that kind of adds strategy into the game that, you know, wouldn't have been there otherwise. And obviously you have the glitches. Mm. Yeah, again, glitches. Um, I, I like to hear you taking this, Rob, because when you say glitches, I think that's a bad thing. Surely. Well, I think you, you can't concentrate on what you're meant to do, on what something's meant to be. You have to concentrate on what it is. And the glitches add so much to the game. I mean, like, you know, it's basically the things that reward ah, exploration and experimentation. You know, like, just these kind of glitches where you have to hit certain other races, orbits the track at top speed, to jump into these incredibly specific bits of the track in order to fool the lap counter or get Lakitu to kind of drop you in the wrong place. It's, so you could beat someone using the glitch, you could. You could, but I think it's kind of, there's an unspoken agreement if you're kind of racing against someone that you wouldn't use the glitch. Yeah. Is there also an unspoken agreement that you won't use the blue shell? What's this unspoken agreement? No, the agreement? blue shell is great. <laughs> because you know what else Mario Kart 64... Where's the line, Rob? Where is the line? Because you know what, you know what else Mario Kart 64 rewards, apart from experimentation? Shithousery. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Oh God, I hate that word. So like, basically, yeah, like in a football football team, you know, you want to you want a bastard in your team. Everyone hates him, but which you, is, when he's on your team, you support him. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, which is why N64 Mario Kart is my favorite because it rewards snidery <laughs> and trickiness. <laughs> And just it is a hundred percent more snidey than the SNES version, correct? Of and sadism. Like there are so many kind of really sneaky, brilliant tricks you can do in Mario Kart 64 when you're racing against someone. For instance, uh, power-ups are usually tightly packed in a row in these courses. So if you get a diamond mine, which looks exactly like the power-up, you drop it right in the middle. So whoever goes next smashes right into it without seeing it. <laughs> that, that's a low blow, man. It's if you have low. a banana, you leave it right on the other side. So again, they don't see it. Get the power-up, slip right into it. <laughs> um, you, if you've, there are like several courses. I do really courses. like that about, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna just, just uh, stick up for Rob here, over there, but I really do like that kind of shithousery. There, there are, there's so many more. Like, there are several kind of courses where there are very tight bits, usually on bridges, where you can lay an entire line of bananas, 
or shoot three shells pretty much horizontally, so they're impossible to avoid. <laughs> um, you don't see this at DiddyCon, I'll tell you that for free. You, uh, you, if you have a green shell, you can go right in front of someone and split screen and use their screen to calibrate which angle you yep. can shoot the, you the can shell look back at, the other at person. That's like in GoldenEye. You don't, you're not supposed to look at other people's screens. I'm sorry. Uh, that's, that's, what? You're not supposed to. Of course People you are. did that all the time. On, hey, I was trying to be the bigger man. <laughs> if you're one of the big characters, and I, I just recommend choosing a big character in Mario Kart 64, mm. uh, you can hit someone with a red shell or wait until like they slip on something and then ram right into them and get them for a double shot. And if they're near the edge of the track, you can ram them right off the track. Therefore, no, sometimes into the water. People at home can't see the look of glee on Rob's face as he describes it. He loves it, doesn't this. he? This is what he happens when it. you grow up playing a game like this with a little brother. <laughs> but, uh, I'll tell you the best. The Mike is to blame for all of this. <laughs> I'll tell you the Mike. best, the best, <laughs> most enjoyable, hilarious move of all is that just as there are several tracks with shortcuts, there are also several tracks with bits where you can, if you get someone at the right moment, you can nudge them off the track. And uh, they'll go about 30 or 40% backwards on the lap. What? These are usually kind of uh, tracks with big jumps where you lay a banana right before it. So they slip right before they go into like the speed ramp and they just drop into the water or lower part of the track. <laughs> or on Choco Mountain, right before the last proper turn, if you hit someone off the edge, they go from about 80% of the way through the course to about 40% of the way. Ouch. It's hilarious. Rob, <laughs> hollow victory, my friend. That's a hollow victory, surely. Oh, there's nothing hollow about it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, obviously something else I kind of referenced earlier, battle mode. A first four-player battle mode. And I don't know, I think too many Mario Kart games seem to have difficulties getting the battle mode right. If either you can't, you know, the games where you can't play individually, you have to play in teams, or just the layout of the levels doesn't really work. They're either like versions of the track or... They're too big, like, and kind of open-ended, or they're too closed off, like it's a shooting game. I think like Block Fort and Double Deck, the design in those levels is so good because they're big. They have multiple vertical levels, but they're open-ended enough, and there's a kind of a central point, so it's easy enough to go from one end to the other mm. really quickly. Yeah, good point. <clears throat> no, no, and I have to say that the other Mario Kart games, I do agree actually. It, it doesn't entice you as much the battle modes; they're not as good. So I'll give you that one. Yeah, and again, like, if you're kind Very of... Very generous. And again, like... <laughs> That's it there. <laughs> he, he draws the line there. You know, I think kind of... We were talking about Diddy Kong Racing before, and I think in terms of the tracks, I, th- I get the feeling that maybe Diddy Kong Racing is possibly more influential on later Mario Kart games than Mario Kart 64 was itself. You look at kind of, like, how the tracks are kind of laid out... Mario Kart 64 tracks are very kind of track-based tracks. They are quite linear. Mm. Lots of, like, kind of sharp turns, whereas... The later get Mario Kart games feel like more like generic, like made generic kart. Yeah, just they feel like, like racing games. Yeah. yeah, like which I think much closer to Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, because there's bits in the new Mario Karts where you can sort of fly on the ceilings. You've got like, like sort of magnet wheels. I don't know what they're called exactly, but yeah, you can do gliding bits. There is some sort of like aeroplane bits in there as well. So actually, I'd agree with that, and I don't think that's actually a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing, but I think well, I think Mario Kart 64 is the most is the purest kart-based game of the entire series. And so much of it is about getting the power-ups and strategizing and shooting people at the right point. It's not necessarily a racing game. It's more of like a violent-seam karting game, which I guess is part of the reason why I like it. Like, you know, I think we were talking about, I guess, kind of Diddy Kong Racing before, and I think Mario Kart 64 has two huge advantages in Diddy Kong Racing. 
First is, and I, I played Diddy Kong Racing a fair amount kind of in preparation for this podcast. I think the first is the handling is much better. Like Mario Kart 64, the cars are designed to handle like remote control kind of cars, if you know what I mean. Like toy remote control yeah, cars. Yeah, and they yeah. feel mm-hmm. they're so easy to control and so easy to handle. I feel like there's too much drag on Diddy Kong racing carts. Well, I guess in Diddy Kong, they had to worry about three different vehicles and make sure the three different vehicles are different from each other. Whereas Mario Kart, and you know, I'll give you that. Maybe they, they spent more time on just focusing on how carts work. Keep it simple. Don't worry too much about the bells and whistles. Um, you might have a point there. I have to say, I'll, I'll give you that. But the, but, Having those three vehicles adds, I think, a lot to the game, personally. That's, well, that's true, three vehicles, though. That's variety, but is there really kind of a big difference between that? I mean, we were talking before, like, on a separate, another kind of recent podcast, where I think we were disagreeing about Desert Strike v. Jungle Strike. And my point we was Jungle quite Strike... We a lot, don't we, really? <laughs> we do, yeah. That's good. It'd be boring if we agreed all the yeah. time. Yeah, but I think, like, and you all... I think... Dylan especially was say, I was saying I like the variety in Jungle Strike and you were saying well I don't like the other versions no I just like yeah so to back up then Rob's point about Mario Kart I did just like give me some helicopter give it give it Desert Strike you know those other those other vehicles in Jungle Strike it didn't they didn't do it for me but same as same yeah as. and I think like that's a big kind of thing the other thing for me is I think the graphics on Mario Kart 64 are so spot on whereas Diddy Kong they're too glitchy and kind of blurry. I don't think they're really tight in the same way. They're more complex and more pretty, I think, in Diddy Kong. Well, they're more complex, yeah, but it's it's kind of like going back to the Mega Drive kind of thing. Like Diddy Kong is a prettier game. Mm, no, but I, I don't think you can't. You can't. No, I can't really comment that. I've not played it. But I don't <gasps> think like I've only seen footage, but, but it's the not graf- the same. I think is the it? graphics are kind of more are more kind of glitchy. They don't really fit together in the same way. They don't mm. as clear as Mario Kart 64's mm. graphics, which I think in a racing game pretty important to have clear graphics. That's mm. very true. Mm. Mm. Back to Dylan's point. So basically, you <laughs> wanted to see a helicopter in in Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, is that if, what you're saying? <laughs> if Diddy Kong if Diddy Kong had had a helicopter, I'd have been like Diddy Kong for the win. But instead, you had to sell <laughs> no, for micro machines. No, it's just like you know other <laughs> flying machines that aren't helicopters. Screw you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, kind of um, going back to like what I was saying originally, the kind of iconic thing. I wasn't originally going to do Mario Kart 64 for like this individual thing until. Mm. I kept pushing you and poking you, do Mario Kart, do Mario Kart. No, I was, I was kind of happy enough to let it lie at least Ooh. for a little while, but, um, no. Or it would have been bubbling. It would have been simmering. You're getting angrier by the day, Rob, I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> like pacing back and forth, <laughs> like head shaking from side to side, yeah. fist clenching, unclenching, muttering to myself, did he come? You haven't slept well for weeks, Rob, admit it. This is cathartic. Come on, let's go. But no, the triggering thing was actually like, um, I happened to see two articles on Mario Kart 64, like outside of traditional retro gaming media outlets, kind of relatively mainstream media outlets, mm. very close together. Was it, is it it's celebrating a big anniversary or something then? Or? Exactly what Dylan asked, but no, nothing to do with anniversary. People just like it. It's, it's something that still carries on to this day. And one, I'm going to tell you what they were. The first one was, are any of you familiar with Jezebel, the, fa- the snarky feminist digital media platform? Yes. No. <laughs> yes, because you uh, told me about this the other day. Yeah. Jezebel had um, basically asked a question about Mario Kart 64, which maybe we never consciously asked, but maybe we're thinking about subconsciously Ooh, for all these on. years. Go on. Which Mario Kart 64 character sounds the horniest? What the? What is this podcast? <laughs> it's not a podcast. It's a, it's a, it's a website. Wow, well, okay. Yeah, still. Uh, anyone want to take a guess as 
Anyone have an opinion? Any opinions on Wait, this? So I'm trying like to remember Donk. what they all sound like. Can now. you just repeat in, the characters in. again? Can you go for the characters? Uh, the characters are Toad, Peach, um, like could eat Yoshi, a Mario, Mario, Luigi, Donkey Kong, Wario, no, and no, Bowser. No Donkey Kong. Yeah, it's Donkey Kong in Mario Kart 64. You said that Donkey Kong left. No, I said that he was going to be replaced be by replaced. Magic. Uh, oh, he was going to be. He didn't. No, the early version, like oh, the early right, version sorry. of the game, and Magic uh, Cooper and I Donkey Kong came in. I thought you so. Were so Mario. Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong are, are still in separate games, then. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. And want to hazard a guess on which character was rated, or do you have any personal opinions? Um, yeah, Peach. Well, she sounded the horniest. What noise does she make <laughs> in the game? <laughs> That's basically how she sounds. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> um. I know, Bowser. He's got like a deep voice, doesn't he? What noise does he make? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I'm going to say Wario. Interesting. I would have said Donkey Kong, but Donkey Kong was number two on the list. Oh, go on, who was number one? Uh, Peach was seventh, I can tell you. Oh. <laughs> oh. General oh. just was... Peach just was, didn't really seem into it. She sounded like... <laughs> she she just... um. Hey, if if you're listening, check out the article. It's uh, it's going <laughs> to describe it better than I do. But Peach um, sounded regretful. Oh, oh dear! Oh dear! Uh, oh. Wario, on the other hand, he was sixth. I'm afraid. Oh, oh okay. Poor Wario. Someone who was uh, kind of like into it, but didn't really know what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Bowser, on the other hand, number one. Oh, there you oh. go. Bowser okay. was number one. DK was number two, and Toad was number three. Oh. Can we get some examples? Um. Who's his dog character? Yeah. <laughs> Poochie, Luigi. Because <laughs> no, Poochie, no, there is a, there is a dog in uh, Yoshi, isn't there? Anyway, there is inside of Yoshi. No, in, <laughs> in a recent Yoshi. in Yoshi's Woolly World, I'm sure there's a dog, and I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, Poochie. Yeah. <laughs> we say Poochie, but I think it is. <laughs> I thought Poochie went back to his home planet. <laughs> uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, Yoshi Island or something. I don't know. Uh, anyway, that was uh, one of them. And the other one was um, on another basically kind of a mainstream gaming website called Kotaku. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, they did an article on Mario Kart 64 speedrunning. And um, we haven't actually done an episode of speedrunning yet. No. But even though it's kind of a major uh, part of kind of retro gaming. because we're very slow at games. <laughs> yes, because we, we have to plod around. To we, we, we would do pootle running more than speedrunning, wouldn't we? <laughs> what? I mean, take it really slow. No, fair enough. That tumbleweed. <laughs> I that was quite clever. All right, I'm going to shut up now. But uh, yeah, I actually kind of, you know, I had an interesting article and I kind of, there's a very good YouTube video on it. I'm going to credit the guy that it. His name is R. White Goose. Uh, can it, like Canadian guy, I'm guessing, by his accent. Like, uh, but basically, Mario Kart 64 has an insane speedrunning culture. And um, records are still being pretty regularly broken 20 years plus on. Yeah, but via, gli- doing this on the via glitches, yeah? No, no, I actually, mean... there are there are two different kind of ways to do it. There's okay. glitch and there's non-glitch. Uh, so basically, like, kind of... Are you a glitch separate. man or a non-glitch man? <laughs> uh, non-glitch all the way. <laughs> That's not what I've heard. Hey! <laughs> red, did you say? <laughs> on the street, bro. Street, on the street. street Mario Kart Graffiti. 64. Yeah, no, Street Mario Kart 64, man. Oh, ooh, I wouldn't go around those corners. There's like shooting dice. People. There's shooting mm. dice. There's some other things going on. Shooting there's Street dice. Mario Kart 64. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, and when they mix up the, the Street Diddy Kong, there's real trouble on the oh, streets. Oh, crikey. <laughs> yeah. No helicopters. Carry on. 
Well, anyway, like Mario Kart 64 has a massive speedrunning community. Um, more than a thousand people regularly kind of have actually have, um, stuff, uh, just posted on the non-glitch speedrunning board in terms of kind of times and that kind of thing. And basically there's 16 tracks and there are two types of records you can get. You can either get the full three lap record or you can get the one lap record, what they call the flap, like the free lap. And, uh, then basically no shortcut is the fourth highest volume, as I say, um, of any kind of game. Anyone has to guess which three games have like a more, well, more regular speed, speed running? running. Yeah. Have yeah. more people I, I'd active. Argue, maybe Sonic the Hedgehog. Isn't that? Nope. Oh. Is it, are they racing games out of interest? Uh, no, no other racing games. Wow. Metroid? Nope. Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time is number two. I'd heard yes, about this because yes. isn't there, isn't there, aren't there glitches in this? Yes, you where can you can finish it in minutes. You can get to the final temple by doing some crazy stuff, can't you? I'd, yeah, I'd heard that. Yeah. Uh, um, wow, Ocarina of Time. Number one, Mario sixty four, which also has okay. like an insanely competitive speed running mm. kind of thing. This stuff is huge. They actually kind of do live kind of speed runs. Mm. Uh, and Super Mario mm. Odyssey, which I wouldn't have put on that list, but it's a good game. Okay, good game. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, like in the non-glitch competition, records, as I say, divided uh, into full tracks and individual laps. 16 tracks equals 32 records. And uh, the main kind of guy who's the leader right now is this German guy called uh, Matthias Wistermeyer. And want to take a guess at how many of the 32 records he currently holds as oh. of this morning when I checked? 31. Wait, so how many? 32 in 31, that's, that's huge. Yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. It's not that good. 15. Well, no, I'm gonna he, no. Come on, there's, there's people around the world that do this. He can't have yeah, can't thousand have, active people. Yeah, come so on. I would say even just thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think he's got all of. No, I'm saying five because that's still that's still impressive. He has, as of this moment, thirty. Ah, you had to ruin it, didn't you? Thirty, three zero, three zero. I could tell by your reaction. And uh, in May this year, he actually had thirty-one. He was on the brink Ooh. of getting all thirty-two speedrunning records wow. for this one game. Simultaneously. Wow. Like, oh my god, someone stopped him. Who was that guy that stopped him? I don't know his name, but I can tell you which track stopped him. It was Rob Levine. It was Rainbow Road, wasn't it? Rob, Rob, Rob S. Levine. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was actually DK's Jungle Parkway. Which, uh, <laughs> basically, no. DK's Jungle Parkway. <laughs> the person who was holding the other record. I don't, I just said you. I don't know. Mr. Parkway. His first, his first name was DK. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey Kong. Mr. Parkway. <laughs> Oh. Yes, if we if we can move on by me saying this, yes. Okay. <laughs> well done, Rob. You stopped it. It was me, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, DK Jungle Parkway is apparently the one that's kind of that's really just difficult to get because of uh, if you go around the end, there's a very big kind of ramp you have to get up, and it's it can be super tricky to get up. You have to get it right at the exact optimal point. Is it on 50cc, 100? Is it all on... It it's all on 150. 100, 150, okay. So, um, Rob, how about... If you, out of all those speedrunning games, and you could, you were allowed to have won the record, say, and won the tracks or whatever, what game would you most be proud to have if you had the cho- choice? Whatever the biggest one was, I think. Kind no, of... What's the top you said? I get, no, I guess, like... I don't know, Mario 64 is pretty huge as well. But, I mean, those games are similar in the sense that people are still fairly regularly breaking these records. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's still 20-plus years people have been trying to break them, and they're still finding ways to go slightly quicker. That's why... All Nintendo games, aren't they? Is that right? Yeah, funny enough. Um, But, like, you know, not just that. Someone just released, by just, I mean, in the last few weeks, released a half-hour documentary on YouTube on the 
people competing against each other trying to beat Choco Mountain in record time. Like, there's, there's this kind of big, like, speedrunning culture around Mario Kart 64, even now, and, like, it's kind of a precise game. There are still kind of precise ways to actually get a little bit of advantage around the track. In addition to the fact, you know, to what I was saying earlier, it is so much of the competitiveness mm. when you're playing against someone is about the actual power-ups and the strategizing that. Mm. And when exactly to hit those power-ups for maximum effect? I've got a question. If you play the same track twice, and are, are your enemies, your are rival computer characters, do they, do they move in the same direction? Or, no? or is it some clever AI? In, in, uh, it's all pretty random, I think. So that, that, adds, that adds more... Are the, are the items randomized as well? Yeah. They are, aren't they? Yeah, but obviously, kind of the further back, the more likely you are to get the big items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is um, is there any speed running going to a Diddy Kong race now of interest? Um, quite possibly, but I don't think it's at no. that kind of same kind of level. Oh, fair enough. I haven't actually. I believe it there out. is. I believe it's the sixth most popular. Yes. Because <laughs> you've the... made that up. <laughs> yeah. Because you've done the top five stuff. So thought... <laughs> yeah, I got it. But like you know, look, I'm. I'll acknowledge. It's not a perfect game. Mario Kart 64 is not a perfect game. Like, I think the one player could stand to be harder. And I think the other two... You could level that at a lot of Mario Kart games. Yeah. I think, but that's nice, though, because it makes people like me feel like I can actually <laughs> yeah, win <me>. stuff. <laughs> it's very relaxing. I've got to say, I love the blue shell because it's an equalizer. If someone gets too far ahead, you always get the blue shell to kind of equal it out and make it competitive mm. again. And I just, I just think it's great. Like, hitting the blue shell at the right time and if you're in front, having to kind of drop back to avoid the blue shell, it kind of it adds something to the game. It adds strategy to something that you otherwise... You can see it coming, just break and let them yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you're kind of playing four-player versus, and obviously that adds more to it. And I just think it's, it's a simple game at heart, but there's so much scope to what else you can do in it. Well, I guess if you like the blue shell, if you live by the sword, you die by the sword, Rob. Exactly. You have to accept it if it hits you yeah, a few times. That's true. And if you have a blue shell, you'll, it'll hit your blue shell and equal it out. Oh, really? It gets rid of it, does it? Well, basically, like, you can hold the blue shell behind you, and if something hits it, it won't disappear. Of course. And does that, and also in bananas, you can hold bananas behind you. Is that right? So the shells can't hit you. Is that right? It's like, it's like a shield. And yeah, the blue yeah. shell is kind of also like a shield, but if you hit a racer, then it stays there. But if someone like hits it with a shell, it disappears. Can you um, throw bananas in front of you? I know, like, yes. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Is that might, that might have been the first game you could do that? Do you reckon? I'm not sure. I don't oh, think you could, could do, you it, do the... it in the first one. Could you? I know. You... Oh, okay. I think possibly. Oh, I might be making that. Well. But uh, yeah, like I don't know. Have I managed to convince anyone around the circle? I didn't need convincing. I've never played Diddy Kong Racing, <laughs> and I, I do really like Mario Kart 64. It's one of the few Mario games I've spent a lot of time playing. Yeah. So, Dill? I was on side from the start. Well, no, I think Dill is the deciding vote. We're going to do it at the I end. Guess, all right? yeah. So, I haven't changed your mind, Adrian. Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, look, I like Diddy Kong. I, I, I like Mario Kart 64. And me calling it the worst in the series was a bit harsh. I'll, I'll track that comment. Yeah, because I don't, yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah. I don't, I don't hey. like, I don't like the original <laughs> DS one. That is definitely worse. Than, uh, again, if, I've got its place. If you're going to go, you can't like, yeah. And I've got, I've, say, yeah. Well, Mario Kart 8's good. The thing about the Mario Kart series, though, it has kept getting better. Like, you say about 8. You say about, obviously, 7 before. I'm not a fan of the Wii one, which... I like the Wii one. Oh, oh. I... Get back in your box. Look, I've said this about Wii before. (laughs) I hate the controls. And I don't think the steering wheel really works. You don't like having a Wii... Wii... Because there's nothing, to, there's nothing to fix it to, we so it's kind of like the the balance is off for me. But it means you can mm. smack people in the face with it when you're not driving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you seen how clunky the N64 controllers are? 
You can smack people in the face. <laughs> yeah, you could do plenty of damage. With one it's of like those. ashtray level damage. <laughs> true, that's true. true. What would you rather be hit in the face with? An N64 controller or an ashtray? It's a tough choice, isn't is it? Is there a mega pack? Like <laughs> is there a rumble pack in it? Oh, no. No, 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 no rumble packs are allowed. Um, okay. Look, Rob, you, you put up a good battle there, and I appreciate it. And I'm a man... <laughs> I'm a man who can listen, okay? I'm not going to just sit here going la 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 and not at least give you a chance. Okay. No, I respect what you said. And I haven't put as much time into Mario Kart 64 as Diddy Kong. I'll give you that one. But it's nostalgia for me. And Diddy Kong is part of my childhood. Out of all the racing games I've played in my life, that's the one I put the most hours in. So for me personally... Out of all the racing games you played in your life? Well, uh, pr- trying to think. I'm trying to think, really. Um... Micro Machines, I put a lot of time in. There was a few PC racing games, Keith, you might be surprised at, called Screamer. I played oh, right, okay. yeah, quite an unusual game, which I might talk about one day. Um, but yeah, probably, out of all the racing games, it, I put many, many hours into it. So I'm going to have to stick to my, my Diddy Kong uh, tune, I'm afraid. Uh, there are, there are, you know, I'll give you that. There's a few things I think, actually, maybe I've got a point that pips Diddy Kong a little bit. But overall, for me, Diddy Kong's got the got, got, got it for me. Ultimately, it's a matter of taste and, you know, I've, I've probably spent more time in Mario Kart 64 than maybe any game. Well, Not any see? racing game. There you, like, go, yeah. there you go, then. Yeah, it's, I guess it's kind of horses of courses. And, you know. Well, that'd be a good racing game. You know, racing horses <laughs> and courses. Daytona. Yeah. The, the only thing I would add, having not played Diddy Kong Racing, but just listened to you guys, yeah. for me in a racing game, Rob talked about the handling. I would rather handling have, I would rather, <laughs> no, I would rather have whatever vehicle it is, whether it's just a cart that handles really well. And feels really well, it feels really nice to control wow. than three different vehicles that nah, don't really handle that yeah. well. Well, what I say to that but, is, Keith, and I'm not know. trying to poo poo Rob's suggestion, <laughs> but I'll other, have, other I will people, have to try them for myself. Other people have said the handling, they prefer the handle on Diddy Kong more than okay. America. Okay. Hey, I'm, I'm not going to tune in with that, that particular argument it's myself, but there are people that prefer the handling on Diddy Kong. There are people who shout at you as you pass them in the streets. <laughs> There are. <laughs> <laughs> there are trees so outside at the, moment, the window. I've got we've, we've got one, one for Diddy Kong, one for mine, Mario Kart. Mine doesn't count because I've only played one. Keith of the doesn't games, count. So, Keith so Dill's going to have to. <laughs> yeah, my opinion is void. I Null go for void. Sonic. Sonic transformed. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> <laughs> racing. In your face. Sonic does it better. <laughs> Boom. And on that Mike note. Drop. for listening to today's podcast we really hope you enjoyed it if you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else you can tweet us at arcade attack uk at keith barlow 82 and at arcade underscore adriano we're also on facebook at facebook.com slash arcade attack uk 
Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top 10, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.